This is Pat Soundbites Unplugged. Unplugged. The podcast where all the artists go to tell it as it is. Careers, music, tours, and more. And here's your host, the man that refuses to eat squid, Pat Calamari. Yes, I am Pat Calamari, host of Pat Soundbites Unplugged. Hopefully you are doing well. Thank you for continuing to support me on this great worldwide music podcast. Over 81,000 downloads worldwide. Can't thank you guys enough. Keeping new music alive on the radio is what I do on the Pat Show on WBXO every Sunday from 5 to 8 Eastern Standard Time. Also on video on Pat Soundbites IGTV on Instagram. Doing a lot of great Zoom chats. A lot of fun with that. On Twitter, on Facebook, of course, on YouTube. Hey, don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast on all the major podcast hosting sites. Apple, iHeart, Pandora, Spotify, Deezer, Simplecast. You know the deal. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I also still have my uh, Patreon page. You can be a fan club member. You can get early access of uh, what my schedule is and who my upcoming artists that I'm interviewing. And uh, maybe uh, take a question f- from you to ask the artist on behalf of you. How cool would that be? Do a couple of shout outs. And also I am obtaining a lot of exclusive content from the artist whether it's by phone or video, just for my Patreon followers. So please, thank you to su- thank you for supporting me. Thank you for joining. I will try to do my best to give you as much content as possible. Hey, today episode number 74 is a great one. Great rock legend, great rock hall of famer. Undoubtedly, the most recognized voice in progressive rock for over 50 years. He is still going strong, maybe better than ever. There's only one, Mr. John Anderson. I got to speak with John. I called him in his home in California. He was in his studio downstairs, I would imagine. He's working on um, projects, working on Chapter 2. 1,000 Hands Chapter 1 is now going to be re-released starting July 31st. So, as promised, there will be a Chapter 2. And he's finishing that up. And hopefully, as he says, it should be out next summer. And he wants to get back on tour. And we talked about Yes. We talked about songwriting. We had a very good conversation, as I had in the past with John. So, all really good stuff. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you share it. And please be safe out there. Oh, and if if you haven't, buy his album, 1,000 Hands, Chapter 1. You will love it. Okay, live, love, and laugh a lot, because life is way too short. Without further ado, here's Mr. John Anderson. WBXL Classic Rock redefined an honor to have, again, this amazing rock legend, rock hall of famer, an incredible songwriter, undoubtedly one of the most recognized voices in progressive rock as the lead vocalist and creative force behind the amazing band, yes, and I'm talking Mr. John Anderson. How are you, John? I'm doing it. How are you all doing, though? Okay. 
<laughs> We're doing well here in New York. Um, how are you and Jane? How are you handling this uh, this lockdown, this virus, and uh, interesting times we're going through in the country now? Well, I just got on with my work and I've finished uh, a large-scale piece of music demo, really a demo, but it's all 20-minute pieces of music and it's just taken over my life completely and it'll be finished next year. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we're looking forward to that. That's my theme, keeping new music alive on the radio. So I'm looking forward to it so I can play that as well as I continue to play tracks from 1,000 Hands. I want to say that John has a new partnership with Blue Alliance Record. We'll be re-releasing the most recent solo album titled 1,000 Hands Chapter 1. And the album comes out on July 31st and will be offered on Deluxe Double Gate Fold Vinyl CD and is available through all the digital platforms. So, so John, this is exciting news. Yeah, I really enjoyed, I enjoyed making the album. You know, the album took uh, 30 years to finish. So I just did the first uh, batch of songs in uh, near LA, in Big Bear, in the mountains. And I got Chris Wilde out of Rocky Planet. And I kept thinking, if I can get everybody that I really like to play on this album, uh, it would make my life complete. And that's what happened. Well, you got some lineup, an all-star, incredible lineup that uh, a guest artist, Alan White, the late Chris Squire, as you mentioned, Jean-Luc Ponte, Ian Anderson, Carmine Apice, Steve Howe, and there's many, many others. And I, I believe when last time we talked, the title of the album, A Thousand Hands, was your way of giving homage to all these magnificent musicians who contributed their time and efforts. I know you went on tour after we talked uh, to support the album. When, when it got all said and done, John, do you evaluate the tour, did the album, did the tour meet your goals and expectations if you had any set forth? Well, yeah, because you know, I was lucky to get some great musicians from Orlando. Uh, that's where the studio was. We mixed the album there. Michael Franklin produced it. So we knew all these musicians, and uh, he was the one that found uh, Billy Cobham, who I love, and Chick Corea, and all the great uh, piano players, jazz players. And then he put together a group of musicians, there was eight of them, and uh, it gave me the chance to do what I've always wanted to do, is to expand production a little bit on stage. So I was able to add some brass sounds, violin sounds, orchestral sounds, uh, to classic yes stuff, plus rearrange some of the music from 1,000 hands. So the tour actually went really, really well. And unfortunately, we have to stop touring uh, because of what's going on in the world. Uh, but next year, we're going to pick it up again and, and, and take it out around the world, the band. And uh, 
And Matthew's big. Matthew's getting better each day. Absolutely. I can't wait to see you back on the road with your band and a new album, and I'm sure you're going to have an incredible set list. I've been playing Rama Lama, I've been playing Makes Me Happy, um, and, and a half of other tracks from the album with all great, great feedback. And uh, your, your fans continue to support and love you. Having over 50 successful years in the music business, John, what is the best part about making music? I think it's this everyday feeling of waking up and going in my studio. I've been here this morning mixing a piece of music which is 18 minutes long, making sure it sings better. Because I want to add the uh, orchestra and choral choir to the project over the next six months. So I'm always thinking ahead of time and what I'll be doing next year, the year after. Uh, I've been asked to do some production of. Uh, you know, like a Roger Dean uh, project with uh, the Dome Company, we do a gigantic dome, where we can do surround sound and Roger Dean visuals, and I will perform with all these musicians. I'll perform some classic just music that I love. Things like that just keep me going, okay? Well, that's a, that is awesome, and that is great to hear. John, how is important? How important is the artwork on the album covers? And I'm talking going back to Fragile and Close to the Edge, and going. Is the goal of the cover to reflect your music and sound and help tell the story and theme of the record? Well, no. Album covers really kicked in some of the great classic hits run about I've seen all good people owner of a lonely lonely heart what are the ingredients John to make a classic hit what's the secret I mean obviously you have to have the right chemistry the right musicians in the studio what what what's the secret how does that go about besides getting ra great radio airplay and fans loving it well, I've got no, no idea how to make a hit record, that's for sure. <laughs> I know that sometimes you, you put out a song, and in the old days, the record company put money behind it, paid DJs to play the record, and, you know, that whole idea of making a hit was uh, 30, 40 years of it. Now, you don't do that. Now, you have the internet to be able to connect you with your, your fans and, you know, we put things out on the internet. And that's why there's a lot of great young musicians now able to survive without record companies, you know. They can put the music out there on the internet and charge nominal amounts to keep their business going, which is great. But the young musicians of today are in a totally different world than when I started in, in, in the you know, 
Right. And I want to ask you, you know, with today's technology, folks, you know, it could be a bad member in the UK, somebody in California, somebody in Florida, and we're, the, the musicians are sending wave files back and forth, and I understand that. I mean, take away this lockdown. But isn't it more important? I'm not a musician, but I see the importance of everybody in the studio together like you did back in the day. Because I would be afraid you would miss some of the magic if Chris said, hey, add this, or Steve said, what about that? Is that is that is that quite true when it comes to recording? Yeah, yeah because, you know, in the old days, you'd be in a room together. Well, but now we're still on the same planet. So... sure hey we got to talk about your great voice holding up after all these years what preventive measures do you take john to take care of the longevity of your certainly your main instrument your wonderful voice do you do you take any measures uh before a tour or before you get into the studio no not really I, you know i just i just wake up with a positive uh, energy and uh Okay, I'm just trying to remember who said who said the music. Uh, piano player. Yeah, I just I wake up every morning. I want to sing, so nothing wrong in that. And my voice is, uh, you know, it's been through different times when I've been not strong in my voice, but this past uh, ten years, I've never felt better than ever as a singer. And I, as I say, every morning I go in the studio, I sing, I sing uh, all sorts of things. Wow, excellent. Hey, talk, getting back to your songwriting and your incredible lyrics with so many of your wonderful tunes, especially in the Yes days, any consideration of writing a book detailing the Yes years of, of the what's the meaning behind some of the songs and, and the lyrics? Well, actually, I was going to do that, and, and then people started to email back and say, yeah, but we like to make up our own understanding of some of the lyrics. We, you don't need to explain everything. I actually put a few things out on my Facebook, but people were saying, oh, this is really lovely, but I like my own version of what that, that lyric was about. So I decided not to do it anymore. So you pretty much leave it up to the interpretation of the, the listener. Yeah, why not, you know? No, that, like, that works. Tom McCartney starts about who's in the sky with diamonds. And we all know it was about uh, acid, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> What's left on your bucket list, my friend? I mean, uh, writing a score for a Broadway show, maybe a, uh, a music soundtrack. Uh, I know, like you said, you're working, you're getting emails all the time. Anything that you say, man, I really want to do this, and you just haven't gotten to it yet. 
Well, there's only a dozen things that I want to do. But, you know, it's like everything. You know, you just got to wait until the time is correct. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always very interested in, uh, you know, breaking the barriers and having an adventure in, in music and, and not really uh, trying to make a record that's going to be heard on the radio or anything like that. It's just make music for the adventure. I think that's basically what I think about most. Is music our spiritual connection to the soul, John? Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, music is... I was just thinking about that. Uh, what I was thinking about. I'm just trying to remember what I, what I said. Hold on. Um, I was thinking about the medicine of sound. It's kind of cool. Nice. Well, I, and I guess my next question, and I, I think I know the answer, is has your spirituality evolved over the years? Sorry? Has your spirituality evolved over the years? Yeah, I think uh, I put a, a, a something on my website the other day saying what I remembered way, way back was I read this book and it was this, by this lady, she said, you know, we're all Christ consciousness, you know? And Buddha was a Christ and Jesus was a Christ and Krishna was a Christ and Muhammad was a Christ. And I started to believe in that and actually realized that all the, all the religions say the same thing about love is everything. Love thy neighbor. And you get that in the Buddha preaching and, and generally everybody's the same energy. Okay. Well, I agree with that. And this album, A Thousand Hands, Chapter One, the tracks are so very uplifting, very loving, much positive energy, covering many different sounds and voice overlays. I hear tropical, I hear reggae, I hear some jazz. I mean, I, obviously, I get the theme of love and happiness. Would you say I'm, I'm on the right track? Oh, yeah. That's my modus operandi, which I think is the bucket. So that's, where, that's where my energy is from, from the higher energy of life. And so we're all surrounded by the same energy. It's not that I'm, I'm different. We're all, we're all the same. And there's something I was singing again yesterday was, we are everyone. So you are everyone, you know? You are everyone. So we're all one on this consciousness of this planet. And once we realize that, then we'll have a little bit, bit more harmony and less uh, of the greed and the corruption that, that, that typifies politicians everywhere in the world, not just uh, in America. And uh, it's, a, it's an interesting time. You know, we're going through this uh, very, very, very tough time for thousands and millions of people I mean, if you realize 100,000 people die, that means a million people, you know, go through uh, the, the, the sadness of, of losing someone. And, and I always say, well, you, you, lose, you lose your loved ones and that happens in this life, but you never lose them in your state of high spiritual consciousness because they're always with you no matter what. You never lose your loved ones. But 
all these people going through such a tough time with the, with the virus. And uh, I always dream of sending my hugs and blessings to everybody who's losing someone. But remember, you never lose your loved ones. So it's very hard. And I know it's very, very difficult for lots and lots of people. So there shouldn't be any politics involved in all this that sometimes there is. There shouldn't be. It's all to do with love and honoring life and loving Mother Earth and Really, you know, there's a quote that I wrote the other day. It's, uh, save ourselves by saving Mother Earth. <laughs> I love it. Well, you're absolutely right. We need more love, more kindness. We're all the same. We're on a little vacation that we've been given this gift on this beautiful earth and this beautiful planet. And uh, when it's time to go, it's time to go. And you're absolutely right. I, I, you know, I lost my parents uh, many years ago, but I know they're with me every step of the way and every day. So I got I believe in that. And uh, it gets me going every day. It keeps me positive and full of uh, love and energy. It's true. It's true. You know, the, 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 the goodness that actually in, in the nature world, it's incredible what we're surrounded by and we keep forgetting. We don't really sit and, well, I know a lot of us do, but not, not a lot of people get time to listen to birds singing and, and, and enjoy rabbits running around and that's what happens in our life here. You know, we live in the, in the country, so... We get the chance to enjoy the real, true nature that surrounds us, and you know, the birds are here to sing to us all the day, all the day long. It's so beautiful. Absolutely. I, I love going outside. I love hiking and taking walks and listen to the birds and listen to the breeze and watch the trees and watch the clouds and listen to the ocean waves. I mean, there's nothing better than that. Well, John, I certainly thank you for your time. I'm going to keep on playing your great tracks here off of 1000 Hands Chapter 1. Obviously, there'll be a Chapter 2. You're working hard. Another album coming out next year. Any... Uh, any thoughts of a title? Anything else you can share with us? Any other projects? Well, as I said, this, uh, this, this chapter two, we're sort of nearly two-thirds way through the songs, and that'll come out next summer. And then uh, this big project I'm working on is going to come out next year on such a level. Uh, not quite sure how people are going to be able to, uh, to see it, but I hope to take it to every opera house in the world. Wow. I've always dreamed of doing that because opera houses are so incredibly beautiful. And I'd love to sing with a choir and orchestra all around the world in every opera house. Well, there you go. There's something on the button. And I bet you the sound, the acoustics, got to be perfect. Oh, yeah, perfect. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we're looking... <laughs> Certainly look forward to that, John. That's great. I'm I'm happy that you shared that with me. Well, the album is called A Thousand Hands Chapter One. It's officially re-released on July 31st. If you didn't buy it before, you need to buy it again. And John, I wish you and Jane and your family much, uh, much great health and love. And uh, stay safe, my friend. And we can't wait to see you on the road again. Thank you so much. You take care. I love everybody hearing this. Take care.